from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the brodio. Yo. <laughs> What's up, gamers? This is episode 38 of the podcast known as Pixel Prep, but it's also known as the Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Podcast. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's good. So, very quickly on that one, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is an action-adventure game released in 2005 by Traveller's Tales. Remember those guys? No. I do remember the book, though. They did some... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Books more popular than yeah. that. The game is based on the novel-adapted movie of the same name. It was released in November, before the movie, for most major consoles. Also in 2005, a fucking completely different game, a role-playing game, with an identical name, was released for wireless phone systems by Disney Mobile. Oh, that's no nice. That's I nice wonder shocker. how well that mm, went. Probably not very well. Assuming we haven't heard from it. Yeah, exactly. I do have to wonder what it means by wireless phone systems in 2005. Because mm. 2005 was PS2 era, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And so, mobile phones were quite popular. They were. Like, but yeah, but they, weren't, we they weren't smartphone tech as they were now. Not now, no. Did we have an iPhone back in 2005? Mm. An iPod. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, maybe on the iPod Touch. Yeah, but you. Oh, yeah, but BlackBerry was out then, wasn't it? Oh, oh yeah. that was a big war, wasn't it, between yeah, yeah. iPhones yeah. and BlackBerry? Yeah. Hmm. I think Spoiler. We can... iPhone one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Canadians. I think we can all agree to get behind the Chronicles of Narnia with big fat meh. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, even the film was meh. Nah. My oh, name is Brod, and this week I'm joined by my fellow comrades in arms, Alex Jackson. Hello. And Chris Slinger. What's up, gigolos and gigolettes? Why? Why? I got Stop a plug it. superhuman. No, you He's on the show. And what his, are you expecting? And his good friend Paul. <laughs> hey, Paul. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Where's Chad? Chad's in, oh, Chad's in the back. Chad's in the back. Chad's in the back. Chad's in the back. Back of Chad. Sponsored by Chad's Boys. Well, so, the alpha is too beta. Before we jump into the show, let's give a big, big thanks to this week's contributors. We've got Multiplatform Man. Yay. So We've got Robert. Yay, Robert. We've got Noka. Yeah. And we've got Mike. So Mike. Thank you very you much, You sound good. Guys. Just in case you guys are wondering, Robert is at Tsunami64, and Robert is the one playing Trails of Cold Steel 2. You guys Yay. ever played those games? Never, Never heard, heard of them. They get a lot of hype, but... Like, I've never actually seen them no. played myself. No. I, I know people rave about them. What is it? JRPG. All right, okay. Yeah, no. I genuinely hate you know, these people that go, name your top five JRPG franchises. And I'm like, I'll be lucky if I've played five yeah. JRPG <laughs> franchises. I can remember two. Can, like, I, can I repeat Persona 5 yeah. five times <laughs> yeah. over? Yeah. You know? So let's run through them. So we've played Final Fantasy, right? Yes. yes. Like, people at this table have played Persona. Yeah. What else is there? I knew Coden. So, all right, so Sweet Coden, yeah. No, uh, Nino Cooney. Nino Cooney, yeah. yeah. I know you got the Mana series, haven't you? Secret of Manta. Chronicles. Have you ever played no, Mana series? No, uh, they're on Super Nintendo. Have you ever played the Mana series? No, no. but okay. I'm just trying to think if Valkyrie Chronicles is classed as a JRPG. Yes, even it is. Though it's some, yeah. So between the three of us, we can say we've played five franchises. Yes, there we go. We've, we've got, got top, the five. We've got a top five. We may hate every single one of them, yeah. but we've got a top yeah. five. Everyone's just like, no, it's not. I, I can see these JPGs going, yeah. amateurs. Yeah. It's, it's dumb. Nose up. I've played more iterations of Final Fantasy than I have actual like yeah. games within the genre. It's weird. Crusade Kingdom Hearts? Oh, King... Does Kingdom Hearts fall under... I suppose it falls under the JRPG. There you go. You've like, got, we got six now. as well, doesn't it? But yeah. it, I, I don't like to count Kingdom Hearts because I'm like, is that a subset of Final Fantasy to a certain degree? Yeah. Good. I've always seen it that way myself. Yeah. Then like, again, the story is so 
bloody confusing, you could actually make its own franchise, right? right, right. Yeah. Right. I'll tell you what, this is a nice way to segue into the catch-up. So who wants to lead us off? Well, you do, because you played Final uh, Kingdom Hearts. So I've you go Kingdom with that. Hearts, so I'm going to jump into that. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts, um, the final mix, okay. which is good, because after, what... 14 years, you should hope that it's the, the final version of the game. Yeah, the people final... have been saying that for years and shit's doing good. Um, is the final mix it. actually just called Final Mix or does it have like 15 subtitles to it? No. Is it Kingdom Hearts 2.5 Final Mix Awakening from Dreams? No, this is Kingdom Hearts 1.5 Final Mix. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, um, so it's, it's Kingdom it's Hearts 1.5 Final Mix. A lot of it is because the the original was different to the Japanese release version. In fact, we actually got a lot more in the Western releases than you did in the uh, Japanese version. So when they released the 1.5, you actually got more ah, okay. um, if you were in Japan. Um, so, you know, I've, I've been jumping into that. I've... I've saved the world of whatever world Tarzan lives in, and I've Jungle Land looked after Alice in Wonderland, but not Alice because she got kidnapped. Okay. Um, well, that was a fail then. Oh, I've, I've, I've met Hercules, and I fucking love like so I'd stay in Hercules with, world. With Tate Donovan, the voice of Hercules. The I'm not being funny. Sod that is James Wood, the voice of Hades. I know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was so cool yeah. with that. Uh, honestly, it's that the actors that come back to reprise their. Roles. roles for that game it makes it so fucking special I yeah it so much good. but it's it's the ones that didn't have voices before as well that make it special oh, okay. because now that i'm older like bearing in mind when the, the kingdom hearts first came out and i i got kingdom hearts when it was brand new yeah and i played kingdom hearts and i didn't give a fuck about voice acting but i played it last week and i went I oh my god fuck about voice acting. oh my god the voice of squall leonhart is david boreanis it fucking floored me. Yeah, yeah. David Boreanaz, the guy from Bones, the guy from Angel, <laughs> yeah. the guy from some, I'm sure What's he's that? in a military. Uh, oh, SEAL. SEAL. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that guy is Squall fucking Leonhart. Yeah. Do you know any others, Craig? No. <laughs> he's Good the job. only one that makes a difference. Good job it was in Kingdom Hearts and not Final Fantasy VIII, though. No. no. Squall did very little talking in no, that no. game even though he's your main there character there's no talking in that I know, game right. <laughs> it's, just like, it's like uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 oh god yes like, don't pay by word yeah. no <laughs> pay by word um, I just whacked up on my phone all the different um, titles you've got for Kingdom Hearts and how many have we got well, so, uh, quite a fuckload so I've got the, oh, wow. the story so far which is nine I don't know if it's nine games or if it's like so many games and then a couple of like short movies to kind of what, all merged into one game. All merged onto one disc, so I've got wow. a lot to look forward to. So, so what have we got? You got the first one, Kingdom Hearts, followed by yeah. Chain of Memories. Yeah. Then you got Kingdom Hearts two. Yeah. And then Re Chain of Heart, uh, Chain of Memories. So, just before we carry on, we should be clear that this is release timeline and not this the actual to, yeah, order. This, this yeah. is not chronological story. Yeah. This is just when it got dropped. Yeah. Uh, so you got Re Chain of Memories. Coded. Yeah, that'll be recoded. Yeah, uh, 358 over two days. Sleep, uh, Birth by Sleep. Yeah. Recoded. Yeah. So you had coded and then recoded. Oh, right, okay. Dream Drop Distance. Yeah. Uh, 1.5 Remix. Yeah. X. So I guess that came last. Oh. X. Oh, and okay. then 2.5 Remix. Unchained X. 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. What? Yeah. And then three. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, man. And bearing in mind, like you had one, and then a couple of years later you had two. But yeah. like things like Dream Drop Distance, I think you had to play after you played it's two like or before. They, sorry, it's like 
Capcom with Resident Evil games. Yeah, I know it's even better than it's that. It's just like we'll have one, we'll have two. Okay, well Nemesis. What is that? That'll be three. That one. Yeah. yeah but yeah. one, just put it three. Well, we've got four and five and six. Okay. Code Veronica X. Well, where does that go? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah Project well, Alice. What? What? It's, uh, <laughs> it's the same with so many games that carry on. It's like okay, so you've got Final Fantasy one, two, three. But we won't release three over in the West. So we'll when we release, yeah, yeah, it's something like when we release five, that will be known as three yeah. over yeah. in the US. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. You, if you ever try and keep up with the naming system for Final Fantasy, you yeah, will just die. Yeah. yeah, there was one actually funny story which kind of like did something similar to that to a game called Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, I remember Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah. There is no Leisure Suit Larry Four. Okay. Because our loader creator said you'll never make Leisure Suit Larry Four. So they went straight to five. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you got what? one, two, three, five. five. Yeah, nice. What, what was so wrong about having your fourth? I think it, I think you just said they just didn't. It was done with it. Just didn't want to do another Leisure Suit Larry, and they said, "Well, sod yeah, we are." Yeah. So they went if straight to five. Money. Yeah. yeah. But, what's um, what's Low doing now? Apologising. Well, I was trying to tell people that he's not responsible for the latest Leisure Suit Larry games. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Kingdom Hearts is a fucking confusing game, and I cannot wait to get further through it. Yeah. It's very special to me. Because I fucking loved the combat in that game. Did I understand the story? No. 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 Did I love running alongside Mickey fucking Mouse, killing off waves and waves of enemies? You're fucking right, I did. I loved it. Like the end boss of Final, Fa- uh, Final Fantasy Kingdom Hearts 2. Same thing, it's okay. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> like, I'm genuinely surprised someone didn't turn around and go, don't tell George Lucas. Like, because at one point, the big bad guy ends up with dual fucking red lightsabers. Like or or you're in a sphere of fucking uh, lasers that are then shot towards you, and it's complete bastardized button mashing. But it, it's so slick and stylish. Like, it made me feel very empowered as a kid. And I fucking loved that. Is it the old dude with the pointy ears who's voiced by Leonard Nimoy? Um, Leonard Nimoy. Nimoy. That's Spock. Nimoy, that's yeah. one. Yeah. Spock. Um, Leonard I think Nimoy, they're all yeah. the same one. Like you've got. I think all of the bad guys in one, two, and three are the same person. Oh, that's not well, going to law. Just tell me if it's that looking guy. I think so. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's all right. So, so I, that's, don't, I don't want you saying me that it's, his heart got removed and his dark side came through and his dark side decided to become light and then oh, yeah, cloned that, himself 15 times over. No, but even when that happens, there then becomes a third version of them in which they become a nobody. Yeah. Uh, and then a heartless becomes a hearted person and then... I'm already so fucking confused. And then Sora wakes I'm up. I'm completely lost. I don't I'm just making gibberish up. That's probably accurate. Even, yeah. <laughs> like, none of this is accurate, but it also might be very accurate. Yeah, yeah. Like, who knows? Someone might listen to this and go, you were spot on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn um, it, you've never played that before, you? you, you so exactly. Yeah. Well, I've spoken enough about this weird fucking JRPG that none of us can keep up with. So instead, let me talk about a JRPG that we can keep up with Final Fantasy IX. Yeah, everyone's been giving love to Final Fantasy VIII Remastered because it's just dropped, but I am balls deep in Final Fantasy IX at the moment. I've just got myself the Red Chocobo. Oh, so you can now get some more nuts. Yeah, so yeah. I can I can I can climb over the mountains. Yeah, because it yeah. doesn't have but any right now. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, Samantha's handbag. <laughs> Testicle Just joke. Give it time. Give it time. If you're not there now, you will be. If I'm not where now, <laughs> in the same ballpark. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Total attendance. Final <laughs> Fantasy Nine. It's it's fucking amazing. I love that game. To pieces it's so good it's my first final fantasy 
and this, but this is the first remaster I've played. So right. I've, you didn't play on the PS4. No, it oh, right. PS4. Yeah, I was say, did you not play Seven? No, I played seven, but yeah. after I'd played Final Fantasy Nine, I right, played okay. eight, but after I played Final Fantasy yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine, it's I've nine was my first one, okay. and I I've never done the interesting stuff on there, mm. and by that I mean today I got Excalibur, Explosion, no the first one, all oh, right, so the you second can get, one's fucking horrible. Yeah, <laughs> you can get Excalibur and Excalibur Two. I'm not going to get Excalibur Two. No, I got Excalibur. I've never done that before, and I was yeah. just like. Yeah, it's the easiest thing to do. I went and bought four items, sold four items, <laughs> bought one item, gave that to an old man. He gave me a sword. It wasn't difficult, but I, I, I'm i enamoured with it. I'm yeah. doing all the chocograph things. I'm going to find the way to get to Osma, which is why I'm sure I need a gold chocobo so I can go and fly. Yeah, you do. Park. You need to get to the island or something like that. Yeah. And you're supposed to go against the toughest boss in the game. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm jumping straight in there. Like I, I fucking love it to pieces. So um, I got a little bit bored of it. Mainly because I it, felt like the story jumped the shark. Because when it started well, off, it was... I really like the story in the sense that you yeah. have these two warring countries and they're using summons of mass destruction against each other. Mm. And then you had this, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, basically this guy dealing summons to both sides. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I get this. I'm liking this. Yeah. And then it kind of like jumps a shark and you go to another planet to Terra, is yeah. it? which is like a different version of Gaia. Zadel gets mopey. Didn't like that. That got quite dull. I Enough. literally tweeted, we're about to get mopey. Yeah, shit. he got... <laughs> he ends his, ends his angsty phase. I'm like, oh, fuck off. Yeah, his angsty phase only lasts five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike Squall, which lasts the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of just got a little bit burnt out from it, to be honest. I know I got, got really far, but there's a lot... I do like the art style in Final Fantasy IX. Probably prefer mm-hmm. it more out of all the PS1 games. I think it beats yeah. one. I think it beats seven, eight, and nine being the best art style. The gameplay, yeah, I think it's the best one. I do like. I mean, I know in eight you kind of you junction magic to certain mm. abilities yeah. so yeah. that you can like boost certain stats. Yeah. But each character you can do in, that in seven as well. Good so material. Material. This seven. is it. Whereas in nine, it's you've got classes. You, no. Yeah, you've got yeah. you've got classes. So like dagger and Ico are your white mages. Yeah, they, like, they're your is your black mage. Yeah, um, he sets fire to stuff. And what I liked about it is that to learn their abilities, you have to equip them with certain equipment. So it'll either be like a staff or a dagger or a hat or a chest plate or any of that. Yeah, yeah. And they learn them, but then you have to. And this is what fucked me off with it. Yeah, it's better tweaked in a remastered version. Yeah, yeah. You then have to go into their abilities and equip the abilities you want them to have. But if you don't know what kinds of enemies you're gonna come up against, it you really can't. fucks you over. Yeah, yeah cool. So I've got, um, and I, I know this from experience. I've got a couple where. I know they need auto float, so they're they're hovering off the ground yeah, yeah. when you come to fight certain bad guys. Yeah. Do you? So I, t- I take it you what have a team of four like they used to. Yeah, do, oh team yeah, four. Team okay. four. So do you not try and vary your team? Yeah, not massively. Well, okay. you've got to have a healer, attacker, and a brawler, oh, yeah, that I, sort of stuff. Yeah, my, I I have the core four, and mm. I don't know if anyone else is the same, but I have Zidane, <coughs> Steiner, Vivi, Dagger. Yeah, and I have those four. Right, and I had those four fucking. I don't know, 18 years ago when it came out. Yeah, yeah. And that's I played just, it then. What's a chef called? The Oh, Quinna. Yeah, that's Catsif, but yeah. just different. That's the, that's the Blue Mage. Yeah, the Blue You've Mage. You've got Freya, which is like the, the other knight. 
Um, oh, I kind of liked her. She was like overpowered at first. I was like, yeah, I'll take you on my team. Right, yeah. The thing is, like her spear attack, her regular attack was shit. Mm. And then you have the jump version, which is where she jumps up off the screen for a bit, and, and she's then fucked off for like yeah. three moves, <laughs> and then she throws a spear down. You're like, how high did you jump? <laughs> is it actually effective though? Yeah, it's pretty, it, it can be effective. It can be. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, one of those, because you, you wouldn't mind it as much I've got if to the it point does a decent amount of damage. If not, you just think, well, that's, I'm not going to use that, because no. it's pointless. I'm at the point now where I've, I've managed to equip auto-regen to all of my core characters and okay. auto-haste yeah. to all of them. They heal and heal fast. So they're, so they're constantly re-healing themselves, mm. and they're, that they're stupidly fast. So yeah. I, I was fighting my... Um, You've got three bosses back to back. You've got the Silver Dragon, Garland, and then Kuja. Oh and yeah, I, that one, yeah. I, I know that I'm. I don't need the items from you guys, so I'm just gonna fucking crack through you. So I came in here, the kitchen, made a cup of coffee with the switch controller in my hand, just pressing A, because <laughs> I know that that's gonna be attack. And I came through, and I was then skipping through cutscene apparently. Oh okay. <laughs> because I'd beaten the dragon, I'd beaten Garland, and now I was about to fight Kuja, and all in the time it took me. Like it took me to make a cup of coffee. I was like, "Fucking hell!" Right, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not doing this. Soon, I'm not going to worry about healing myself or anything like that. Shit, now. So other than that, I've been playing Mario Kart because that's mm. fun as shit, yeah. and I've watched the Hunger Games series. Very okay. good. Um, Hunger Games one, okay. Two, brilliant. Three, really good. Four, fucking let down. <laughs> <laughs> I used to just watch Battle Royale and get over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot better, I think. It's fucking awesome, Battle Royale. So, I yeah. still love the Japanese um, girl introducing the class to their game. Yeah. Hello, and this here is a colour. Go outside and boom! In a very like, over-the-top Japanese way. It's like, this is awesome. Yeah. I am loving this movie every step of the way. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Hunger Games is it's a good series of films. It's yeah. just not... Great. The, the ending wasn't great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's what I've been up to. Someone else take the lead. 17 minutes in. Fuck. You go. I am five trophies away from getting a second platinum. Oosh. And it's not a Telltale game. Hey. Yeah. They're coming back. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> Actually, not Barely. really. Um, the games might be, but the company's we'll not. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm playing Detroit Become Human yeah. constantly. And I've got an 82% completion rate on the trophies. And I'm absolutely chuffed a bit that I'm doing it. Do you think you'll have the platinum by the time we record next? Yeah. In three weeks' bear, time. Bear in mind, we're not going to be recording in three weeks' time. <gasps> Holy so shit! It might be two weeks. And I say this no. solely because I'm in Fiat Ventura, motherfuckers. Oh, you're all day, aren't you? Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to Antigua in November, so I don't care. Okay. Bring it on, bitch. Um, <laughs> Probably, yeah. But I don't know because one one of the one of the trophies is called "I'll Be Back," and you basically oh, every every interval with Connor, Connor, you have to die. Yeah. So it basically <laughs> means that I have to then play through it again. Yeah. I have to then go and get all the magazines. Yeah. Which means that I need to do a second playthrough anyway. Mm -hmm. But it would mean that I'd need to have all of the characters in order to do that because obviously they're separate stories. So you'd need to play the easy mode. So I yeah. So it's gonna it's it's taken me two playthroughs of that, actual playthroughs. The rest of it, I've been able to go through um, chapters and yeah, and, and just reload the level and do it again. And I've been able to get the trophies. Have you played it with Lauren? No. You see, I she's seen bits of it. Yeah. Um, and she's impressed, but I, I'm completely taken away by it. I think it's an amazing game. It is an amazing game. Um, I was only wondering, because Samantha's convinced me once again to download 
Um, oh, what's that horror game? Until Dawn. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so that we can sit, chill out, because they they bought. I think the same people that did that have just bought out the Mask of Medan, yeah. which is yeah. another one. <coughs> They're doing a uh, dark picture anthology thing. Yeah, uh, okay. doing like uh, I think five games or something like that in total. Oh, okay. so, so that one's the first one. This one, like uh, games like games like this, mm. really are wonderful when it comes to. Put some fucking popcorn on, sit yeah. down, just grab a, a glass of booze or whatever the fuck you want to drink, yeah. and just chill with other people. Because we, play. yeah, because we did um, the first playthrough of that. I, I I moved my PlayStation from the man cave into the front room. Yeah, um, and she did sit there and watch me play the game, and she got enthused in playing the yeah. game as well. Um, but now it's gone back. I'm just playing it on my own. But what I have liked about it is, is you change. You change a certain part of the story with Connor instead mm. of going down the the good guy route, and it changes the entirety of the second half or the the, the final act of that playthrough, yeah. which is brilliant. Because I, I sat there and went, "Oh my god, I've just found more gameplay," and didn't even realise it. Yeah, but that was because I was trophy hunting, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm determined to plan on that. It is. It is wonderful that you consider how much game there is there. Mm. I mean, if you if you knew. Then what you knew now, would you have paid full price at yeah. least? Yeah, yeah, I would have. I would have. Uh, to get it for nothing, yeah, an absolute steal. Yeah, it really as is well as the PS4 remake of Heavy Rain. Yeah, well, I yeah, because uh, the thing is, I'd already had that. I haven't. Um, so you see, like, but the problem me, is a real treat. The problem is, I started playing Heavy Rain after I played Detroit Human, mm. and I didn't find it as good. I don't think you will. I think um, there is so it's like um, Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, that's another David Cage Quantic Dream. Yeah, like air quote masterpiece yeah. that a lot of people really didn't feel hot and heavy on. No. Like whereas they have, they fucking love Detroit. Yeah. So, but it's it's very it quite it reaches out to sort of the sci-fi genre that we've had recently. So Blade Runner, iRobot. Yeah. All of that sort of it because you've seen those films, you're like, yeah, well, this makes sense. Yeah. And the way it's done, the, the as I said before, the acting is brilliant, the music's fantastic, the, all of it is just superb. Mm. So yeah, I would have paid full back for that. Have you done anything else though? I got the um, this month's PlayStation Plus game, which was Dark Siders Three. Yeah. Played about an hour of that. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm what, enjoying it. Is it an action game or? It's yeah. a it's a linear action game. It's <coughs> very similar to. Bloodborne, Dark Souls, Sekiro. It's, it's quite a hack and slash. Yeah, game, but it's not as ridiculously hard. Yeah. Although, there is this thing called Nightmare Mode, which basically, if you use that, as soon as, you're di- as, soon as you die, your save is deleted. Yeah. So, you you, you know, you, obviously you, you go five hours into it and then die at a boss. You've then got to do the whole thing again. <laughs> Which I like the premise of because yeah. as we said before the show, XCOM 2 has got that Iron Man yeah. mode. Yeah, you got Iron Man mode. Which means you, know, you have to go with the decisions you make. But yeah, so I, I, I don't have the bollocks to do that. Why not? Because I just I can't <laughs> I can't imagine myself getting ten hours in dying in a boss and like, I've got to start all of it again. It's only like it's okay to begin with, but the the more you do, the worse it gets. Yeah, and that's, that's where the, I'd be that's like, the thing. Because I'd be like, oh, just fuck it, just just have a little go. If, like, if they have get... a little go for half an hour, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You have a go, and then two weeks later, you're like thirty hours in, yeah. and then you die. Fuck. It was like it was. It used to be like that with Football Manager on my old laptop, which crashed 
it's like, so it's like a nightmare mode on no, Fort Mansion. Well, no, but yeah. that, that was the nightmare mode because the laptop would crash and I hadn't saved it for like three months. I'd lost out on so many games. It's like, I've got to fucking play every game. Are you sure you want this transfer? Yes, you failed. Oh, fuck yeah. no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so... Uh, broke his leg. Fuck no. It's, it's, it, it, it's enjoyable. But then they've also gone and got um, Injustice Gods Among Us, the ultimate edition for a, a tenner. Yeah. And I've gone and purchased today Final Fantasy VIII Remastered because I forgot it was out until you pointed out that it was out. You are quite welcome. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that. Um, anything else? No, that's it. That's that? That's my case. Sling-a-ding? What have no, you been, been up to? Been off fuck already. Game-wise, I've been... Oh, fail. I've been busy it's working. It's a video game podcast. been busy working and climbing. That's pretty much been my lot this week. a video game. Oh, it's called Life. Getting Shit out there. Life. It's not all he's been up to, though. Oh, God. Oh yeah, so I saw that thing. and it looks awesome. So yeah. obviously it's an audio podcast. Just in case you're wondering what this is, what you need to do is jump onto Twitter and go and find Slinger. He is at Chris Slinger and he's gone and put up some artwork for Fan Art Friday. Fan Art Friday. It's one thing I'm trying to do. Every Friday, stick up a picture of just a bit of fan art. Um, that is and I'll, I'll read the tweet. Um, it's He describes it as a doodle. It's a doodle. Pretty yeah, my, doodle, my doodle, doodle, doodle is friend. not as good as that. Um, here is my doodle of DC Comics Harley Quinn in her classic jester costume and an over-the-top jester hat. So I've, I've never ever been a fan of the recent Harley Quinn designs or the one that uh, the Mark, jacket and the dyed hair and all that. Or the one that you see in Suicide Squad yeah. and all that yeah. sort of stuff. It's mainly even DC kind of gone to this, which really kind of pissed me off a bit. So you had the traditional like. Uh, so you go back to the animated series hell one. yeah the yeah. one that you see in like say yeah. Um, yeah. Bruce Tim and all those came up with or Tim Bruce I always forget which way his name is actually <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the other I always get it wrong um, so yeah he had that brilliant Harley Quinn costume yeah. which was through the perfect like, and then all of a sudden he kind of like flipped it and tried not to make it sexy but just blatantly slutty didn't mm. they so really what, what did you think of the costume work for Harley Quinn in the Arkham Asylum games that oh, was the... pretty ropey to be honest yeah. Yeah. the nurse outfit no, well, the the other one where she was in a sort of leather suit sort of thing. Still a bit ropey, really. Yeah. It was just a bit... Well, then again, saying that, when the classic costume they did for Suicide Squad, you mm. know, the flashback. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that looked a bit ropey as well, to be it honest. Did. That yeah. didn't look great. Um, but the whole kind of like, you know, uh, crop top with Daddy's Little yeah. Monster and... Yeah, yeah. Uh, getting, rid of the, getting rid of the whole jester hat and having her hair dyed. Yeah. Yeah, it's crap. Let's, yeah. let's be honest, it's a crap design. It is. Yeah. It was a crap film. It feels like one of those that they kind of had to design it like that because yeah. it might have been. It, it's almost like it's for the ease of design as opposed mm. to like trying to overcome the challenges that came with yeah. having the original costume. Would I you? mean, you said yourself, like you saw the original costume and it was shit. It was ropey as hell. Yeah. It looked bad. Yeah. Well, do you ever, see, do you ever read comics from the 90s? Try not to, because the thought bubble goes on for half a page. Yeah. <laughs> not just that. Yeah, if you read a Spawn run from the 90s, you get an entire I've, page of dialogue. I've, I've yeah. got original Spawn comics yeah. upstairs. I've got, like, two fucking volumes worth. And it's like, oh, Spawn's had a thought, and then three pages, pages later, still Spawn still finishes. Yeah. I'm like, fucking hell. And then right at the end of that, Wanda. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Fuck out. Uh, well, all the designs back then you know, were pretty much cheesecake designs put mm. nicely. So you guys were ripped up as shit and the yeah. women were next to nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And from a character designer point of view, I think the best, best example I can think recently is from Jim Lee's Hush, where he redesigned the Huntress. 
Right, yeah. So, bear in mind, when you're thinking of Batman, you're thinking street crime, right? Mm. Yeah. So, you've got, you know, Batman's kevlar up to shit. Even his hood's got, like, you know, booby traps on, like, gas... Yeah. Gas grenades you, you and lucky like Someone went to have a look and it electrocuted yeah. them or and then it gassed Exactly. Them. So they're all pretty so the idea is that they're going against guns and knives. You want to be like pretty much walking Kevlar units. Yeah. Huntress, crop top. <laughs> yeah. Fucking <laughs> so, bellies exposed like no tomorrow. Here's one. It is a yeah. skin tight, and I, I know this because I have Hush, and it's one of my favourite comics. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. Um Pouches galore. Yeah, pouches galore, but thighs out. So like, there's, there's literally no fucking protection around Navel, the top yeah. of her thigh. You can get yeah, stabbed stomach in the navels out. Um, the top of her arms are completely uncovered. Um, yeah, that works. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. So, and then you look at how thick the soles of her boots are, and you're just like, how? Why? Yeah. Um, it's, it's one of those things that always kind of like irritates me a little bit. Is okay, you're trying to go for let's be honest, not a realistic look. At, Crime fighting, but you're taking in there various factors. Mm-hmm. And Harley Quinn's, you know, burlesque, wearing the crop top, brasier type thing, just mm. doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't work. It was one of my favourable comics. It's wank fantasy, came... that's what it is. It's wank yeah. fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of my favourite comics when it came to Catwoman. Yeah, Catwoman's costume was awesome, but that was also done by yeah. Daryl Cook. He's when he designed that one. But also for the, not just for her design, but also for the story between her and Bruce. Mm. Really then again, because they they got it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, well, you saw that. Well, I know it's not. There was a wonderful bit where just in his head, just sorry to cut you off, yeah. but, and Bruce as he's finally making out with Selena in his head, a thought pops up, which was Dick was right. I should have shaved. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that bit. The only thing I really hate about Hush was the ending. Yeah. That felt rushed as fuck. It's like three pages in, you find out who did it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's like at the end, it's like, oh shit, we need to tie this up. Honestly, um, yeah. Riddler. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> see that coming. I was just like, uh, where did this? Where was the link to the Riddler coming in for that? Yeah, moment? I know, right. The the thing is, they kind of. I think they lost their nads though when. Um, oh, what was it? Because they did the big reveal, where Hush comes along. He's got. He's got Tim. Yeah. And he cuts off his cuts off his uh, bandages, and oh my gosh, it's Jason Todd. Yeah. Shit, he's back from the dead. Oh my God, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. No, it's Clayface. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that was that for me was one of those really good because uh, I think it was under the red hood actually picked up yeah really came, nicely with that came back from that. Um, I think they realised that. Oh my God, this is actually a good story. It is a really good story. Let's continue it. But I think like Hush just lost their nads for that one. Yeah, it's it's nice because it led into it because it it does actually flicker back. You've got the um, Jason Todd, and I think there is actually a switch. You've got. Uh, Jason Todd fighting for part of it and then there's a switch out and that's where Clayface comes along Okay. now the reason that that's a big deal is when Clayface jumps in Bruce is like what the fuck's going on these these moves all these fighting moves they feel far too familiar and he realises where he knows them from it's Nightwing yeah he's been been copying Dick he's not been fighting like Jason fights and that's where he starts to come to this notion that hang on a second this isn't quite what I'm thinking it is no um, but there is a wonderful bit where at some point you see Jason Todd in his own little cave mm. and he's planned out, like it could have been a fucking room for all yeah. that. I didn't really pay attention. <laughs> it's just in his but apartment, you know. You can, like, he's got a full board and he's been planning out how he's going to drive this whole thing along. Wow, Hush okay. is a wonderful story and Under the Red Hood is amazing. Mm. It's so good. It's just like I said, the ending really lets Hush down. Yeah. It's just completely rushed at the end. Hush got rushed. Hush got, got rushed. rushed. Um, right, so anything else that we want to touch upon before we jump oh, into you the saucy news? saucy devil, you. 
Let's touch the news. Let's touch the news. Let's All fondle right. the news. Tell you what, let's take a quick break, come back with coffee, and we will news you up. Let's talk Star Wars. Let's talk Mandalorian. Let's talk Disney Plus. Let's talk Mandalorian. <laughs> It's all the same thing. Right, so this comes from GameSpot. They're doing the news, by the way. Um, this comes from GameSpot. Sponsored by GameSpot. <laughs> yeah, no, only two stories this week. Yeah. Um, the Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian, will explore the First Order's origins. Wow. Um, okay. So this, this came about on the 4th of September, so at the time of recording, it's only three days old. Um, we are recent for once. We are recent, <laughs> yeah. So, just to read from it, Star Wars The Force Awakens introduced the world to the First Order, a rising force in the galaxy that is very similar to the Empire from the original trilogy. But where did this group come from? Well, during the Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian, that question will be answered. Uh, while the Rebellion decimated the Galactic Empire at the end of Return of the Jedi, there will always be forces of evil lurking right around the corner. Quote, this doesn't turn into a good guy universe because you blew up two Death Stars, end quote. Mandalorian executive producer Dave Filoni explained to Entertainment Weekly. He carried on his quote saying, You get that the Rebels won, and they're trying to establish a Republic, but there's no way they could have set in for everybody all at once. You have, sorry, you have in a Western uh, where you're out on the frontier, and there might be Washington... And they might be some mar they might have some marshals, but sometimes good luck finding one. Dave Filoni, your fucking quotes suck, man. So in other words, oh. Rebels won, but it's still going to be supporters for the Empire, right? Yeah, there. of course. Yeah. And to be perfectly fair, that was that was fielded when um, what was it? The Force Awakens. Also, was that the the well, film? Well, pretty much, it's kind of like the whole concept of Star Wars, isn't it? Empire takes over, so you've got the rebels kicking around. There's a rebels lot. Take there's over. a lot of canon stuff it's... where, when the Empire split, they had warring factions. Yeah, I mean, even so... if they didn't have warring factions, you have to, you do have to massively understand that the all of the Empire wasn't on that Death Star. No. So yeah. when, no, when you, was, when you blew was, up the Death Star, yeah. that was that. There are still going to be factions that were loyal to the Empire. The main, so. the main canon story that I've read... Is it still canon? Because a lot of it became... It got wiped. It, didn't it? it got wiped, yeah. didn't it? Well, it, this is... Yeah, it's, it's all a bit hit and miss. But from what... Well, this, was, this would have been before Force Awakens came out. Right. Um, so pretty much got wiped. The but continue. Imperial Remnant was led by a woman called Yazane Izzard. Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard. <laughs> he got I'm wiped. Am I allowed to take this? I've I've got this wonderful image now of Eddie Izzard in a black robe, come on, <laughs> taking control of the Empire. And so the 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 canon was that she led the Imperial Remnant after the Emperor had died. Yeah. There was another canon story where Palpatine actually lived. How? Uh, I don't know. It's called Rise of Skywalker. Um, um, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, where he'd actually been cloned and Is that the created Timothy the Zar? second um, yeah. Imperial... I'm familiar with this. Yeah, yeah it's a Timothy Zar's novel, isn't it? Isn't I'm like, not sure. It's like a trilogy he did. Yeah, I, I remember the clone emperor thing yeah. Yeah, being about. Um, also, did a comic, but then they called Dark Empire, which was pretty much the yeah. same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, so that, they're the canon stories that I know of, mm. but then 
See, I'm hoping for the Mandalorian. You know how they say that they're going to explain where the First Order came from, all that sort of stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I kind of think that's backstory, as yeah. in it's mm. to the side. It's not the main story, as in mm. we just follow this Mandalorian, being freaking Clint Eastwood in, you know, yeah, Star Wars universe. Of space. Yeah, that's yeah. it. All the politics and all the shit that, you know, the, the rise now, it just kind of like happens in the background. So you've got like these supporting characters yeah. going. So by the sounds of it, the main set is between six and seven. Yeah. yeah. And and this is like, honestly, I really do hope that they deal with the, oh yeah, the First Order came about because of this. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Like that's all I want it to be. Yeah. yeah. Because now I've it's got, bounty hunter I've shit got up. Three <laughs> shit films to watch if I want to know more about the fucking First Order. Mm. Yeah. But. And again, like, I don't know if this is still a thing, but I remember a lot of the lore around the Mandalorians being that they were pretty much wiped out. Yes, and they were wiped with a Jedi or something like that. You're no, the guy who knows the no, canon. Um, yeah. I know they were like a warrior race. Yeah, Mandalore was set in the Outer Rim, yeah. and they were a... At the time of the Clone Wars, they were set as a pacifist nation or okay. planet. That's from the animated series. Yeah, it was in the animated yeah. series. But then there were still warring factions of a civil war that had previously happened before they became pacifist, which is then when, in the Clone Wars TV series, Darth Maul comes along and creates... Crimson Dawn, isn't it? Yeah, something yes. like that. Um, and which was based out of Mandalore. That then becomes part of the pirate realm with the huts and everything in the Outer Rim. Right. See, now so, that's going to be interesting for uh, so yeah, yes, so a series. Yeah, it was it was that was how they became known as bounty hunters because what the the helmets were that they were coloured in a way that it basically it was their sort of clan. Yeah, so different um, tribes. So all that different sort of tribes stuff. had different helmet and styles and everything like that, and you see that in Star Wars Rebels right. because one of the main characters she goes back to Mandalore and re uh, connects with people that were there, and you find out a bit more about the history. And the majority of it is Mandalore doesn't get mentioned a lot, apart from the fact of in the animated TV series of Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah. So it does leave it open to expand on that side of it. It's good. I like, I like it when that happens because it's a nice little bit of mystery. You can make yeah. up your own little story. Yeah, exactly. I didn't realise how much of a uh, cast list this movie, this not movie, this TV series I've has. I've not well. seen it. Well, Gus Fringe from Breaking Bad's in there, motherfuckers. Gus is in there. So Wasn't he... Um, and Taika Waiti. Mandalorian stars Pedro Pascal in the title role plus Gina the Carano Pike. from uh, Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad. That's Gus. Emily Swallow from Supernatural. Carl Weathers from Predator. Omid Abtahi from American Gods. Werner Herzog from Grizzly Man. And Nick Nolte from Angel Has Fallen. I've also, heard of Nick Nolte. Also mm. got uh, Agent May in there as well. You know, from oh, Shield. Yeah, she got. Oh, uh, um, oh that's. I've got, I don't Linda, know. But, Linda Parker. No, it? something like Ming. I'm going to butcher her name. So oh, Ming Na. That's yeah, the one. Yeah, she was also, on the voice Mulan. Also, Chung Lee. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, in the Street Fighter movie, she was Chung Lee. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And Mandalorian time. will be available at launch on Disney Plus on November 12th. Fuck Disney Plus, because I'm going to have to get that. And yeah, I don't want that's the other thing. Because <laughs> at the moment, I'm sort of umming and ahhing about Amazon Prime. Because mm. Carnival Row looks epic. It looks I did really watch, good. I did watch The Boys, actually. I want to see The Boys. So before we move on to our next... Um, on Thingy. to our next topic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got Amazon that. Prime. Yeah, okay. me too. Okay, and it's... Amazon Prime is TV, movies, ebooks, 
and music yeah. and next day delivery. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got I'm that. I'm like, yeah. well, why wouldn't you have Amazon Prime? And it's cheaper than our current plan for Netflix. Okay. So Amazon Prime is seven ninety nine, yeah, and then for two screens on HD on Netflix, yeah. that's eight ninety nine. Yeah, that well, yeah, that's, now, that's going up. In, I mean, obviously, discussions outside of the podcast. I've said that you know here at home we're tightening our belts a little bit. Yeah. I've just cancelled Netflix. Mm. I can promise you that when we're a little bit more back on track financially, Netflix we will not to... be getting Netflix. Oh, and right. We will be getting Disney Plus because oh, okay. Disney Plus. I mean. <laughs> I'm going to watch the rest of Jessica Jones before that disappears. Yeah. But why wouldn't you have Disney Plus? That is your home for all Marvel things. Mm, pretty like, much. All your upcoming Phase 4 series are all going to be on there. Yeah. That's going to be your immediate place to watch the films after they're released from uh, cinema. Yeah. You're going to be able to watch original programming like The Mandalorian for things like Star Wars. There's going to be original live action films like, uh, I know it's not ticking the boxes for everyone, but Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, that yeah. was weird, that. But continue. But this is it. Yeah. But you've got so many different yeah. things. Because Marvel has their, their fingers in so many pies, Disney Plus is the place a lot of people are going to go. Yeah. And I know everyone's like, ah, oh, boycott Disney, <laughs> spring back Spider-Man, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. Like, they, they asked for a 30-70 split. Like, it wasn't an unreasonable request. Yeah. And Sony you have know, said that they will let Marvel have Tom Holland on weekends, though. So we can rest <laughs> yeah. on that. Again, like, I'm not saying that Sony are like, in the wrong or anything like that. All I'm saying is, is that it's it's ridiculous that people are giving Disney a lot of shit for this particular deal. Don't boycott the things that you like. Yeah. Like you know, you're like you you going. Oh, I'm not going to watch the next Spider-Man film, or I'm not going to watch the next Marvel Phase Four. Fuck off. You will. You will. Yeah. yeah. And, definitely. And to be perfectly fair, if you don't, you're the vocal minority. Mm, yeah. Every other fucker yeah. in the world will see those films. They'll carry on rolling. Yeah. Just enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah. One thing I will say, which is actually quite interesting about Get Amazon Disney, Prime. Yeah. yeah. About the Disney Plus is a lot of their series they're going to be doing on a weekly basis, so you won't be able to binge it. Mm. And to be honest, I kind of like that. I like that. Yeah. Because the only problem I have with binging is everyone's at a different point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, for example, you know, let's say we all watch The Boys at the same mm. time. I know I've seen it, you've seen it, you haven't seen no. it. So therefore, we can't say that much because yeah, you haven't seen it. it yeah. If it's all like being released at the same time, so let's say this is like... You, so you have a weekly catch-up of, oh exactly. my God, you see the episode. Yeah. Exactly, we could say something like, um, okay, we've seen episode five, yep, this, 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 yeah, yeah, what do yeah. you think is going to happen, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But when someone's ahead of the game, not only do they have to hold back a little bit, saying like, yeah. well, uh, what you're saying is kind of, yeah, mate, we'll just keep watching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's really like well, and that's not the discussion, is it? No. Yeah, because it used to be like that for suits when I was actually probably mm. enjoying it when it was actually decent. Mm. Um, it was a case of oh, I can't wait for the next episode. Yeah, and it was like oh, I have to wait till next Thursday, and I can't believe yeah, it. Was I exactly like the same with Star Trek Discovery. Netflix yeah. did a weekly release for yeah, Star Trek Discovery, yeah. and every fucking week I was there going, oh my god, give me another episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, give me another episode. Like it was brilliant. What do, you, what do you think of the boys? Because you held back a little bit, didn't you? Um, I liked it a lot. Um, it is, it is, it is the exact reasoning for why evil Superman stories do so well. Yeah. Um, and there isn't a point where Homelander is on screen where you don't feel a little bit uncomfortable. I must admit, I did feel there was like a certain threat with the supervillain. That's not, mm. not supervillain. Supervillain superhero is the same thing. In this. Yeah. This. Um, one thing I will say is that you know you don't need to say that Carl Urban is 
British because Woody doesn't sound like it, then it doesn't sound New Zealand or anything like yeah. that. Carl, Carl Urban is Carl Urban. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much you're gonna say which which country you come from? Carl Urban. Yeah. yeah. That's it. But um, What's his accent? Carl Urban. There you go. That's <laughs> it. That's all you need. But I was one there's something about it that I couldn't quite put my finger on because I thought it was all I thought it was good. There's bits I did like and there's yeah. bits that were like not too sure about. And I was watching a review of it by Bob Chip uh, Bob Chipman from The Escapist. And he said it's out of date. I said that's it. That's what I was looking for because you got like a you got the seven, which is basically yeah. a parody of the Justice League. Yeah, yeah. And you got uh, the Deep, who's basically Aquaman. Yeah. Mm. And Aquaman, the Deep, sorry, is a joke. Yeah. Aquaman's no longer a joke. Yeah. And that yeah. felt out of time, yeah, out of yeah. date. Although it must have been the first two episodes felt dragged a little bit when they've got a Translucent yeah. Man. Yeah. In the, the Translucent Man was a little bit of a like. It was a slow start, but yeah. it was a good start. It was a good start, but I felt like I could have whacked um, it down to an, one episode rather than I, I I didn't I didn't feel like I didn't feel like it was outdated, but that's because I'm not keeping up with DC. Mm. Like I've not seen the new Aquaman film. No, I mean so, neither, but you know it's a different so now. It's no the longer joke scenes where you had the deep there, I I, I was laughing away. Mm. I, you know, I, I thought they were hilarious, like because there are a couple of bits that are really fucked up. The dolphin one was hilarious. Um, the dolphin, dolphin one was scene was fucking amazing. Uh, actually, the conversation <laughs> where it was like they only ever have me doing crimes that are next to like water. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah of course. Because yeah. what else do you do? Yeah, um, there was a lot to like. There, the was, there was a lot of fucked up stuff. Yeah. it was it was nice seeing them in pain. Yeah, um, again with the deep. There's a bit where he takes his top yeah. off and he's he's actually got gills. Oh, okay. Um, and there's there's a girl that he comes back with, and she she basically abuses him a little bit, and, oh, totally. top, and she she shoves her fingers into his gills. Wow. And he's in right pain about it. Basically, yeah, it's, it's almost it's almost pretty much getting raped, really, when you think about yeah, it. In that sense, it's a very it's a horrible thing mm. to watch because mm. I felt very uncomfortable watching it. Yeah, like on his behalf, it was weird. The one funny thing, I, one funny thing I did find was pretty much the casting. Mm. So. Because have you seen the, um, the comic book design character, the characters in the comic book, sorry? Yes. And I think ages and ages ago, they were thinking about kind of like making the boys into type of movie or a TV mm. series. I think it was one of those shows that's kind of like stuck in production hell for a long period yeah. of time. Mm-hmm. And for a long period, the main, ca- well, do, would you say Dewey is the main character? Yeah, Huey. Huey, yeah. sorry. Anyway, so he's eclipsed by Carl Urban anyway. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's one of he's two. Po- he's your point of view character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the comics, he looks a lot like Simon Pegg. Yeah, yes. a lot like Simon Pegg. My, one Simon of my managers, who's yeah. a massive boys fan, mentioned something about. Yeah, this I well. always thought it was going to be played by Simon Pegg. And Simon Pegg's in it as his dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, that works. I remember, you know? yeah. I remember mentioning that. I was like, that's really weird. Yeah. Um, let's move on because obviously we were talking about the Mandalorian. We spent the last five minutes talking about the, the boys. boys. Yeah. So let's move on to our next topic, which, which is. is from the Independent. A Marvel source claims that Robert Downey Jr. is returning to Iron... Sorry, returning as Iron Man in a new Disney Plus project. Could happen. Could yep. be a voice. Okay. Could be a hologram. So let's jump into the article. Um, I'm not going to read it all. Uh, following the climax of Spider-Man Far From Home, the MCU officially entered a new era that was defined as... Sorry, defined by the departure of Iron Man and Captain America in Avengers Endgame just months before. Many were left disappointed after hoping Robert Downey Jr. would return in Far From Home, a film that's now probably Spider-Man's final Marvel film due to the recent Disney-Sony controversy. Okay, spoilers, uh, fans, you know, 
Stark died in Endgame. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so I don't know how you think he's going to come back in Far From Home, but, you know, people people will. Yeah. A new source, though, is claiming that Downey Jr. will return to the Marvel fold in a brand new Disney Plus television show. According to We Got This Covered, which is a great fucking mm. thing to call yourself, yeah. bosses are prepping a series based on Ironheart, the teenage genius who continues Tony Stark's legacy in the comic books. Yes. The source states... That was not a good comic book. No. The source states that Downey Jr. could well return in a voiceover role similar to Paul Bettany's Jarvis. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the comics, the character of Ironheart, uh, whose real name is Riri Williams, mm -hmm. uh, is introduced when Stark is in a car... Yeah, when Stark is in a coma. Yeah. Uh, she's trained up by her AI, who is voiced by Stark. It could happen. It's yeah. quite interesting to see. To be honest, I have no... Because I know... Um, what's it? The actress who played Morgan, is it Morgan? Who's Stark's daughter from Endgame. Yeah. Yeah, she got a lot of hate from fans because they thought she was going to be the next Ironheart or something like that. I was like, guys, you're picking on like a five-year-old kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, having Ironheart in, yeah, could work because anything anything on the Riri Williams' origin story, I think it's going to be improvement because Bennis did not do a good story with that one. No. Missed. The problem with um, Bennis does this thing where he kind of like flickers between doing very gritty and then automatically flipping to like superhero fantastic. Yeah. So Riri Williams actually stories actually starts off quite good, same way as Miles Moran. Yeah. So she's a genius, fifteen-year-old mm. genius, builds her own iron suits, blah blah, that sort of stuff. Is it a proper proper suit? It's a proper suit. Yeah. It's okay. well, it's kind of like think uh, Mark One Mark One suit. Oh uh, yeah, okay. That sort of thing. That. Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah. So she's got like a Mark One suit, built at the age of 15. Yeah. Uh, the reason why she's so obsessed about buying up, uh, building armour and protecting people is because mm. her family got, uh, I think it's her dad, got gunned down in the drive-by. So she's in that sort yeah, of yeah. kind of like environment, the same way Miles was to start off with. Mm -hmm. And then completely removes from that interesting environment into something that's completely opposite to yeah. what she is. So building on that, yeah, it could be quite interesting. Because I, I remember that being a, a thing with, Miss Marvel, mm. uh, the the new version with yeah. Kamala Khan, uh, her like the difficulty she had because of her family and because they were a, oh, it Muslim. That's it. They the were a Muslim, Muslim family, family. Um, yeah. and there was a lot of pressure. I mean, I don't want, I don't want to speak at all about the religion because fuck knows I don't want to say anything like incorrect about yeah, it because yeah, no. I'm like what I'm referring back to in my memory is quite some time ago yeah, I've yeah. not read a Kamala Khan comic for a long time I've read the original not the original the kind of like when he flipped it around and, and introduced yeah. her the Miss Marvel series and that, that was really good actually I enjoyed that I really that. enjoyed it yeah. but I remember her getting a lot of pressure from her family specifically her dad yeah her dad was very old school very stubborn yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, I always found that really interesting yeah. and it's it is the same with, with all aspects. I, I love that about Kamala Khan's story. I loved about Miles Morales' story was mm. that his parents didn't die. His no. parents were there. But his uncle, his uncle Ben, yeah, the Prowler. who was Uncle Aaron, yeah. he was the bad guy. Mm. And in a big fight between um, himself and his uncle, mm. because he refused to be bent to his uncle's will, he said, no, I'm going to stand up, I'm going to be my own man, you can't blackmail me, fuck you. He got in a massive fight and his uncle died. Yeah. So it's not, oh no, my uncle Ben's died, I'm going to fight crime to avenge him. Yeah. It's, oh no, my uncle Aaron's died and I'm not sure if I killed him. 
yeah, yeah. And it, you know, and that was a really nice start. You don't have to like Miles Morales, but what I loved it was that. Mm. And then his mum died a little bit later on. Yeah, by um, Venom, which got a little bit. It wasn't even Venom. Wasn't it it Venom. was a gunshot, wasn't it? It was a it was a stray gunshot from a policeman. Yeah. Um. And again, like it wasn't a, a criminal that caused that death. Yeah, yeah. It was just a freak accident. Yeah. But it was watching him and his dad try and overcome that. And then they fucking jumped him into the main universe. And mum and dad's and now, alive again. Mum and, and dad are back together. So and, is Uncle Aaron. He's back and alive and ticking. Yeah. Like, it got, they it took got him away fast. from those really strong yeah. roots that you had. And I, when you read... Um, you read Superior Spidey. Oh, yeah. Love Superior Spears. Spidey was shit. It was brilliant, but it was also shit. Yeah. Because there was nothing original under the sun. Yeah. It was... It was what have we done with what have we done with Spider Man before? Well, there's the romance with Mary Jane. So there was an entire comic about him trying to romance Mary Jane. Yeah. Okay. Oh, do you remember when uh, when he fought um, a Doctor Octopus? And there's there's a comic book where he tries to get back to one of his old Doctor Octopus labs mm. and is recognised as Spider Man and therefore has to fight his own inventions. There's oh, do you remember the black suit that you know, Peter Parker used to have? Yeah. Well, let's do a symbiote version of the superior, and it was. Let's do superior venom. Why can't you do anything new? Yeah. Like, and it, it was, frustrated me. It was interesting, but it lasted a little bit too long. Basically, the whole, yeah. if you're not too familiar with Superior Spider Man, what happened was uh, Doc Ock swapped his brain into Peter Parker's body. Yeah. Comics. Get over it, it happens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was pretty much Doc Ock dealing with being Spider Man and doing his methods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was quite interesting because the one thing I did like about it, it was the same way as sort of like Breaking Bad. There was this stack of cars being built up, and just like with Breaking Bad, you know it's going to fall down, mm-hmm. and it did, and it fell down in quite an epic way. Yeah. Doc Ock lost everything. Norman Osborn came back and just completely wiped the floor of him, yeah. and he had to, you know, become Peter Parker again yeah. in the most Marvel way ever, yeah. in the sense that Parker's memories became Parker and took over his brain. Yeah, this is it. They <laughs> comics. They, they, they did a very good and decent way of actually bringing Peter Parker back for yeah. that. Um, and it was one of the reasons why I really like Doc Ock, as I personally think Doc Ock is one of the best Spider-Man villains. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Um, it, wasn't and it was it was quite um, quite a reform for him at the end. He'd even as Spider-Man, he killed off the memory of Peter Parker in his mind mm, yeah. because Peter Parker's memories held traces of his personality and that's how he was trying to come back. Yeah. So Dr. Octopus did the only thing he could and he wiped his own memories, oh, which okay. got rid of the personality of Peter Parker. You must admit, that was quite a... Um, that was, that, was a, that a, was a heavy, nasty that, thing to happen. That was a, um, I, must admit, that was a gut punch of a comic. So I do remember the last bit of the um, uh, comic when it happened... And Peter Parker's actually struggling to remember who he is. Yeah. So he goes something like, you know, comics all going black and dark. And he goes, no, I will not give up. My name is Parker, Ben, Percy. And yeah, Yeah. gone. And then like the the rubble of his memory came down on him. And then Doc Ock takes the helmet off and goes, I win. Yeah. So if you ever get the opportunity to read um, the Superior Spider-Man, uh, and I think the first volume is called My Own Worst Enemy, mm. yeah. which is a brilliant title. Read it. It yeah. is quality. Or just go to HMV, flick through it, and then put it back on the shelf. <laughs> no, don't. Oh, don't do that. Um, so, yeah, I've not read anything about Riri Williams, though. Um, I, read, I, read the, I read the first little kind of intro into her, but after that... Um, yeah, Ben just kind of like dropped the ball like it, he usually does with a lot of his characters. Yeah, it doesn't really interest me. Um, I mean, I, I want to be interested in it, but then I, I see pictures of her 
And I'm like, I'm not bothered. No. You're, you're just you're just the female Iron Man. Yeah. Like, um, there was one, I can't remember what it was, but it was, there was some girl that was inspired to be a superhero by Iron Man. Yeah. So she didn't have an Iron Man suit, but she had some kind of suit, some superhero suit. It wasn't a big technical thing, but it was laden with gadgets that she had created and she'd become her own kind of like superhero. She developed her own abilities and powers as such. Um, and she, I think you saw her once and she was immediately killed by whatever bad guy it is that can use gravity or... Um, and, and it was it was one of these big pushes in <laughs> that Civil narrows War. It, that narrows it down. I know. Yeah. I, but the point was, was that she wasn't just, hi, I wake up and I'm a genius and I've built my own Iron yeah. Man suit. Mm. It was, I'm inspired by Iron Man and this is what I can do to be as close to that as I can be. Yeah. That's pretty much what happened when, in Reed Williams, to be honest. Well, this is it. When you yeah. introduce young female Tony Stark mm. and she wakes up one day and just goes, I'll just build my own Iron Man suit. Yeah. That's was, not compelling. No. There was like, a um, bit in, was it Riri Williams's Iron Man story where she's at school, it's a flashback, I think she's something like 10 or 8 or something like that, yeah. and they go, what do you want to be when you grow up? She goes, Tony Stark. And the teacher goes, no, really, what do you want to be? She goes, like, Tony Stark. I want, yeah. to, be, I want to be Stark. So, um, Riri Williams coming into a major cinematic universe, yeah, it's, it's not compelling as the other ideas that they've got going, mm. put it that way, like... Um, Eternals looks quite interesting. Eternals Wonder, looks good. Wonder Vision sounds very wacky, which I'll be looking forward to. Um, what is it? The Multiverse of Madness. I'm looking forward to that one. Being the first quote Marvel horror movie. Yeah, that'd be no, quite interesting to like, see. Hey, that yeah, one. yeah, go for it. Oh, that's the Doctor Strange one, isn't that's it? That's the With, one. Um, Scarlet Witch. Yep. And Shang Chi and the Legends of the Seven Rings. Mandarin, the real Mandarin. Before we move on from this particular topic, I yeah. don't really want to ask you. Do you want Robert Downey Jr. to come back in any way? Not really, no. no. I'm no. quite happy no, for him. It's to... ended. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's just like... The most... I'm glad you've said that. Trying to eke out as much as they can with it. I'm just like, well, no, because if you if this is phase four, carry on. Don't yeah. You? The most I probably want, want to see Downey Jr. return is as a hologram, as a post-mortem type thing. You know, yeah. they kind of do like the wheel stuff. Yeah. So you probably would have got it from... Um, Kind of like Far they did at home. the end of Endgame. Probably Endgame. Probably might, it might have happened in Far From Home. I know it didn't, but they could have like, yeah, yeah. put it in. Yeah. Where, um, you know, puts on Edith, which is what, even in death, I'm still a hero. Yeah. Which one was yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it had, like, it had like Robert Downey Jr. talking to Parker. Yeah. Like, I was, you know, like that, saying, okay, this is my gift to you. Use it wisely. Mm-hmm. Out of here. That yeah. sort of stuff, you know. See you later, Underoos, and all that sort of thing. But that's much I probably want from... Um, yeah. Don't need to be turning. No, no. I think I'm I'm very much in the same ballpark as you guys. I don't want him to come back no. because his his exit from the MCU, mm. uh, and I'm glad they didn't bring him back to Far From Home because his exit was. Um, it was going. He, he was he was the big hero, yeah. and he did that really nice uh, kind of message right at the end. Mm. Uh, didn't he finish it with I love you 3000 something like that yeah, yeah. I, I've, that, seen, I've seen it recently and I can't remember that was perfect that was a brilliant way of him leaving the MCU yeah, yeah. and I, I don't want him back for those reasons no. because it's, it's the George Lucas thing with Star Wars mm. you keep coming back and you keep tweaking it and you keep adding little bits and, and people get annoyed yeah. just leave that legacy yeah. alone just leave yeah. it um, let's move on what we got next something from GameSpot <gasps> our sponsor <laughs> They're not our sponsor. 
<laughs> Fortnite teases another pop culture crossover. Yes, isn't it? Borderlands and what else? Uh, you've got Borderlands 3 and Fortnite. That's what they're currently pushing. But what's um, coming on the horizon? So, let me... Uh, what's that coming over the hill? Is it a monster? It is a monster. Fortnite is currently in the midst of a surprise crossover event with upcoming looter shooter Borderlands 3. But that hasn't stopped Epic's popular Battle Royale from teasing yet another pop culture crossover. It Chapter 2 is just one day away at the time of... Reading anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> from hitting the cinema screens, and antagonist Pennywise might soon be appearing in Fortnite to strike fear into players in a similar fashion to the sight of an approaching brute mech. I don't know what a brute mech is, but whatever. Oh, no. Multiple it's Reddit users really big, have reported seeing mysterious red balloons all over the game's map from Salty Springs to Pleasant Park. Oh, These no. balloons are attached to storm drains in case the hint wasn't already obvious enough and they emit a creepy laugh if you interact with them. Yeah, All of cool, these actually. elements are, of course, synonymous with It and Pennywise. With the movie set to release on September 6th, a Fortnite crossover event is likely to coincide with its theatrical debut. What this might entail remains to be seen, however, as Fortnite's collaborations tend... Sorry, as Fortnite's collaborations tend to vary in breadth. Um... So, in the past, we've seen Thanos from the Final Avengers movies appear in the game with his own limited time mode. Yeah. Uh, a Fortnite cross Stranger Things crossover event. A John Wick featured skin. Yeah. So. Oh, man, they should have done something. You know how they released a dog not too long ago? Yeah. People got really knocked about that. Yeah. They should incorporate that into John Wick somehow. Yeah. So, if you like. Oh, if you, what? You could have had one of John Wick's two dogs. So, yeah. if your dog kind of like died, John Wick would enter like God mode and, <laughs> and just completely like annihilate the entire yeah. Battle Royale That'd field. That's really cool. There you go. There's a screenshot of a, a user looking at oh, that's cool. Yeah. It is quite cool. They all float yeah. down there, you know. Yeah. Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't they all float down um, here? So, what do we think? I kind of like it. Don't care. I, I kind of like it. You don't care? I don't care. Why not? I got very bored of Fortnite very quickly. Oh, yeah, but... I like the idea. I like the idea that they're trying to use pop yeah. culture references. I do, but I just... Yeah, I just... It's not care. too fussed about it. No. It's like um, like in fighting games when they kind of like go online and do certain things. You can buy certain costumes with yeah, this, yeah. that, and the other. Um I if they're free, I don't mind. If you have to spend money for them... No, just, I don't think you have to spend no, money for I think them. it's just kind of like a... I costumes you probably have to spend yeah. money for but um, it's just that thing as if it's there okay. it's like I think um, Overwatch do it quite a lot don't they do like seasonal thing like a Halloween mm. thing and uh, I think they had was it Chinese New Year not too yeah. long ago I don't mind it because I kind of like the way they still keep updating and tweaking mm. and yeah. Um, would I pay money to no because it's not my thing but if I was really into it yeah, yeah. maybe I tell you what I might I mean, actually buy a John Wick skin and I don't play Fortnite say what you <laughs> will because a lot of people give Epic a lot of shit at the moment just a um, little bit but a little bit. you have to really appreciate the constant push that Fortnite is getting yeah, right, like, yeah. There, there's a lot of development time and resource being put into that game for a free yeah, to play that's you've, you've got to take your hat off of that yeah, yeah. that's good I say make it fun for the Fan base for player base, keep yep. updating it. Yeah, I'm all for that. And little red balloons kicking around, and if you have like Pennyworth's voice saying, "Come here," I quite like him as a. I don't know if you can you can get. Um, I don't know what the equivalent is in uh, fucking Fortnite, but if you could like summon Pennywise to just yeah, run yeah. around and fuck up people around you, that'd be brilliant. Because yeah. I, I put that shit in Pudgy. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> imagine as a skin it would be very good, but if you could somehow 
like use it as a perk and Pennywise yeah. pops out of the ground and then his movements towards your enemies is really fucked up. Mm. It could be like a, that could be... could be like a boss mode. Like you have to... Um, like those... Uh, was it raid? Raid modes you can get sometimes where mm. you like get together and you have to attack one certain thing. Yeah. yeah. That could be quite, quite fun. Know, yeah. It's I like know. always morphing as well. I know with the Thanos thing because um, obviously that was released for Infinity War yeah he had the special ability of the the glove the glove yeah and the gauntlet. So, he, gauntlet. so if he clicks his finger it just basically would wipe everyone yeah. out um, half the people off the field would disappear that'd be awesome that happened actually yeah. hey, make it make yeah. it a lot easier to win yeah piss you off if you're on the other yeah, side yeah, of the map exactly, you yeah. know what was going on get all six stones snap half it goes um, God, I should work for Epic. I'm, you know, I'm glad. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. But let's move on to Kotaku. So another sponsor of ours. Let's talk. No, honestly, let's talk about what was announced in the Nintendo Direct. <laughs> we're going to get some emails from these people. Stop saying we sponsor you. We we're don't. not. We're not going to get. We're not going to get emails Did from anyone. We're just going to get a fucking like, cease and desist. Cease and desist letter. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> all it'll be. It'll be legal action. Stop saying it. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about what was announced during the Nintendo Direct. I love Nintendo Direct. It's both hilarious and cringy at the same time. I like it. It's that sort of thing where... 40 minutes was too long. Like, I don't I think like, I actually I watched all of 40 minutes. I think I think I watched half of that, to be honest. I did, yeah. Yeah. I watched, I mean, it was, it was 40 minutes. It was 38 minutes, something or other. But yeah. I watched the whole thing, and I was interested in about half the stuff that was there. I do like to call, was it Nintendo Direct sometimes, the update for Smash? Because that seems to be what it is. Oh, <laughs> you know? I can't even, I can't, because look, partway down the Kotaku. You've got Banjo-Kazooie and yeah, also and Terry. Terry faces the Fury. Oh, wow. from, Fatal Fury from Fatal Fury. Um, Terry Bogart. Cracks you. But yeah, let's go for it. So, we got Super Nintendo games coming to Switch online. Because we need to play Super Mario World again. So, you've got 20 games with this, uh, and they're all now available. So, you've got Brawl Brothers, Demon's Crest, Joe and Mac 2, Lost in the Tropics, Kirby's Dreamland 3, Star Fox, Super EDF Earth Defense Force, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Super Poyo Poyo 2, Super Tennis. Do you know what? Keep going. Okay. No, I actually don't. I'm Breath of Fire, F Zero, Kirby's Dream Course, Pilot Wings, Stunt Race FX. Like those are all fine, but mm. then it's Super Ghosts and Ghouls. Now, oh, sorry, Ghouls and Ghosts. Now that's probably the best one to come out on this type of format. Do you yeah. know why? Because there's an instant replay mode, and you yes. have played how hard that game is. You yeah. fucking need that instant yeah. replay <laughs> mode. You can now rewind so that you can oh, wow. instead of like losing your life and being like oh, bollocks. Yeah. You can now rewind. Oh, that's cool. All the other games, you don't need that. Super yeah. Ghouls, is it Ghouls and Ghosts or Ghouls yeah. and Ghouls and whatever. Ghouls and yeah. Ghosts. Ghouls oh, and Ghosts. Yeah. You need that rewind mode because that is as hard as balls. Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Soccer. And and The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. I love all Super Nintendo games in the sense that they have to put Super in front of the title. <laughs> yeah. so you know. That's why I'm like, I, I wasn't going to, I was just going to stop saying Super, yeah. but then I'm like, well, no, because you, you just you have tennis and soccer. Yeah. So Super tennis. Uh, Terry Bogard from Fatal Fury is coming to Smash, but moving on. Because um, we, we love Smash. <laughs> um, what else is coming along? You've got uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions um Hashtag Effie Encore. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that trailer for that? We, no. If we thought Persona was like weeabooey, that takes no, to another no. extreme. Um, creativity is now manifested as, was it real life currency or something like that? Yeah. yeah. And you can now kind of like build up your persona, not persona, it's called like performer meter or something like that. It is 
Fucking weird. Deadly Premonition 2, A Blessing in Disguise, is coming out in 2020, and its original <laughs> game... That's a bit of a fucking, like, uh, blowing her own trumpet there with a the title. A blessing, yeah. <laughs> it's like, blessing in Disguise. You're going to love this. This is a game's a blessing. Yeah. The original game is coming out as Deadly Premonition Origins, and that is now available. Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed Rebel Collection will be available on December 6th. That's going to be Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Rogue. Oh, right. So the good ones. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, Xenoblade Chronicles uh, Definitive Edition is coming in 2020 to Switch. So that's a remastered version of... Is it you, Wii U or Wii? Uh, I think it was the Wii. Yeah. Sure, it was the Wii. Um, a o- Overwatch is coming to Switch. Yeah. I'm surprised Switch. that it's not there already. I'm genuinely a little bit like... Mm, no, this game does mm, not have enough exposure. Mm, it needs to have, have more platforms. <laughs> Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition is available on Switch right now. Uh, we got a little bit more of a look at Game Freak's Town because that is now called Little Town Hero. Okay. Okay. So it's not. They're not working on Pokemon. No. What? <laughs> they're working on something else. Jesus, you can see Game Freak kind of a bit like palpitations in her office. <laughs> like, yeah. How can we stick more uh, little critters in this? You can't. Bethesda is re-releasing Doom 64. I saw that's... the trailer for that. That was fucking hilarious because it made it sound like they were going to do Doom Eternal on the Switch, and they turned right. Okay, so you know how we want to push Doom and go for the Doom Legacy? You got Doom 64. Like, wait, what the fuck? Well, that's coming out November 22nd. And the next one, isn't it? Jedi Knight 2. Jedi Knight 2, yeah. Jedi Outcast will be available on Switch on September 24th. Because you couldn't get full in order. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I... I actually do... I've I played know. Jedi Knight 2, and it was, at the time, this is me putting on my rose-tinted glasses, it was a good game. Mm. Mm. That's the problem. I'm looking at it through rose-tinted glasses. Yeah. I can imagine me playing it now, it's going to be pretty damn shoddy. I, I saw part of it as mm. during the... The presentation, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, that looks bad." Yeah, <laughs> when that it, looks really shit. Because when it first came out, that was that was yeah, that was amazing was yeah, because you had the lightsaber that looked like a lightsaber, and it cut through things and it sliced yeah. things around. Mm-hmm. The lightsaber combat was amazing. Problem was, it was one of those games that gameplay was great, cutscenes were shite, mm. especially compared to the original Jedi Knight, which had live action cutscenes. And it was cheesy as fuck. Yeah. But my God, didn't make you feel well, like they, they Star used Wars to do universe. that though. Yeah. Um, Star Wars Rebel Assault Two did yeah, they, live action yeah. cutscenes, which again were cheesy as fuck. But, but yeah, put you in there, so don't you? Super Kirby Clash is a free-to-play Kirby game, apparently. But I'm fairly certain during the presentation, <laughs> what the fuck? This was a free-to-start. Well, now a free-to-start will be you'll get. How oh, you got to pay one. Then oh, you pay God. for the rest. Uh, Luigi's Mansion Three. Uh, we got a bit more of a look at that, and it also introduced Screen Park Mode, which yep. is a two Party to eight mode. player mm. um, multiplayer mode. Basically, it's Mario Party jammed into Luigi's Mansion. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield got a few more details featured, including the Pokemon Camp, which I quite like the look of because Pokemon Camp is basically no matter where you are, yeah. you can set up a camp. Oh, okay. And I'm like, huh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Camp Pokemon. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons <laughs> got a similar update. Um, Trials of Mana is coming out on April 24th, 2020. Return of the Obra Dinn is coming out. That's yeah, supposed to be really good, game. That's yeah, 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 that's yeah. Not only is that an indie game, that's a solo indie game. That was done by, I think, Toby Fox, who did Undertale. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Rogue Company is a new team-based shooter from High res Studios coming to Switch in 2020. Twi- uh, Tetris 99 is getting a new mode it's getting ultimate mode yeah and we got uh, Damon X Machina demo which uh, came out on the day of the direct 
and you can then carry over your progress in Damon X Machina over to the full game oh, if wow. you purchase that. Okay. So, thoughts? Anything stand out? Anything? I'm slightly interested by the Star Fox one. The Star Fox yeah, one? Yeah, but then I was always a massive fan of that. What was it? Star Fox for a Super Nintendo thingy? Oh, what, on, on the Super Nintendo? Yeah. yeah. Admit, I, that, I love that. Like, you get these 20 games mm. and your NES library for 17 99 and you get the Nintendo Online. Yeah. Nintendo Online is so worthwhile. I'm so glad I've got it. Um, I... Just make a I new Star Fox. Yeah, exactly. Just, just make a bar. Make it good. It make it so good on the yeah. Switch as just well. Just make a new Star Fox and make it good. Do a barrel roll. No. Yes, yeah, let <laughs> no. fuck off. <laughs> I don't want to play Shit. Jedi Knight 2, but I can't help but wonder if we'll ever get, given the relationship that they've got with Microsoft, mm. uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Mm, that would be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah. Probably not. Yeah, but that but, would... But then worry might... if they didn't revamp it, how bad it would look. Now. That is true. I mean, I mean you, like, you didn't see the trailer for Knights of the uh, Jedi Knight Two. Yeah, I played Knights of the Old Republic on my iPhone the other week, and I just went, "It's, no, it's not yeah. like it used to be." No, That's well, a lot you, of stuff you could you get can... away with it ten mm. years ago, but not now. No, let's just jump over to press start. Another one of our sponsors. We don't fuck off with that shit. (laughs) Nintendo Switch will no longer get monthly Super Nintendo and Nintendo games. Oh no. So ever since NES games were released on Nintendo Switch a year ago, Nintendo has added one, two, or sometimes three games to the service every month. Nintendo... They so, do the very like obscure games as well, mm. kind of like volleyball. They do with some, mm. with some they're ones that you know really well. Um, but what I really like is that they do. I think it's called SP versions of them as well. Okay. So you've got um, like you've got a link to the past or whatever, and then you've got the SP version of that. And what that means is that you get like maximum hearts with it. Oh, okay. Or, like or easy you've, mode you've got, yeah, yeah, basically, you've got things there that are there to kind of help you out and okay. move you along. Um, Nintendo has confirmed with Vooks that this will no longer be the case. Vooks. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck? It's, it's a name. <laughs> Shut up. Vooks spotted an interesting bit of wording on the Nintendo Japan website before confirming with Nintendo Australia that games would no longer be released every month, but rather at different times throughout the year. That's it's not clear. It's not clear why the reason... It's not clear why the reason for the change. It's not clear why. Okay. <laughs> it's not clear Nintendo why hates Australia. You know when you're reading it and you're just like, that, that, that I swear that doesn't right. sound right. Did someone proof check this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nintendo of Australia said to Vooks, more games will be added after launch, but those releases will not adhere to a regular schedule. So there you go. Yeah. That's, that's it for the news. What do you think of it, viewers? Or listeners, you, yeah, could be, yeah. you could be watching this. You could be watching the little countdown just trickle down. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, um, I'm not really fussed. No. Not really. To Less. be honest with you, I'm I'm happy for those people that were like, "Yeah, we need a Switch version of the SNES." But I'm like, they did put did, some really obscure not... games on that, didn't they? Like, yeah. it wasn't kind of like Nintendo's 
S rank, A rank type of uh, games. It was yeah. like the really like yeah. weird NES ones that no one's really heard of. Like it's... like volleyball. I think volleyball was actually one, wasn't it? And, yeah. And people um... were like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Am I paying X amount of cash a month to play an NES game? I mean, I get things like F Zero. I get things like Super Gores and Ghosts. Yeah. Mario World. That um, is your A game lot. Yoshi's Island. But then I'm like, Super Tennis? Mm-hmm. Is that? Is that when you had things like Final Fantasy on the SNES? Yeah, like six and is that, four and five. Yeah, and all this that. Is it. you went yeah. all the way up to six on the SNES. Yeah. Was 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 tennis like the big one? Yeah. Do you know what they're like about? Because I watched the direct uh, coverage as well, and you know what game out of that entire library they kind of like focused on more than anything else mm. was something like Stunt Racer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, they got really deep into Stunt Racer. Like you can play Stunt Racer. This is the first time outside of Super Nintendo that you can play this game. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't very good, guys, but, you know. All right. We're going to take a very quick break, and then we're going to come back. We're going to do your questions for idiots, play a quick game, and then we're going to fuck off. Yes. Mm. All right, Charlie. wow, wow. So the first one in our questions for idiots <laughs> comes from Mike, who's playing Trails of Cold Steel 2. He says... You beat Remnant from the Ashes yet? Why not? It's so good. I haven't played it. Yeah. Nor have I picked it up. No. Yeah. And from the trailer, not really that interested. Yeah, admittedly, I didn't really know a lot about this. Saw the trailer and it's it's not... It doesn't really tick the right boxes for me. I wouldn't pay full whack for it. Yeah. If it's I want 33 yeah, quid yeah. over here. Um, I don't know where Mike hails from. I don't know if he's UK, Australian, mm. American, but... It, I wouldn't pay the full whack for no. what it's asking. I've already got a game where I play as a trench coat warrior, so I'm okay. That's bloodborne. Well, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> really let down about the fact that you didn't at one point here go, it's not been reviewed by uh, Zero Punctuation yet, so... I have no opinion about it. I have no Until opinion Until Yahtzee it. gives me the thumbs up or thumbs down, I'm neutral as fuck. Unless Yahtzee can tell me what I'm allowed to think. I don't <laughs> I need to. It reminds me to pre-order his new book. Multi-platform man writes in and says, what's your favourite comic book hero? Off the top of my head, probably Spider-Man. Batman. Yeah, but Spider-Man. Once again, it all depends on the creative team. But yeah. the core concept, Spidey. Yeah. Um, if you if you didn't have to go with a Marvel or DC property, who would it be? Ooh, now you're making things a bit more interesting. Mm. Are we talking image or just kind of like anything but Marvel or DC? Anything outside of the, the core kind of... Like what people know as comic books are the star-spangled heroes from Marvel and DC. So if you had to pick outside of those groups... Probably Lono. But then, shit, that's part of the Vertigo. Does Vertigo count as part of DC? No. Well, it depends how far outside DC you're looking. Pretty fucking far. That's fine. It's from the comic series, 100 Bullets. Yeah. Have you ever read 100 Bullets? I've heard of 100 Bullets. 100 Bullets. Basically, Agent Graves gives random people, apparently random, there is a plan, a briefcase with a gun, 100 untraceable bullets, and a photo of the person who's made their lives fucked up. Mm. So it's the ultimate chance for you to get revenge. You can use the gun. You'll have no law enforcement on you whatsoever. You can go totally car blanc and try and kill this person who fucked up your life. Okay. There's a bigger story going behind it. One of the characters is Lono, who is a Hawaiian psychopath, and he is fucking hilarious. Yeah. He is absolutely mental. Built like a brick shit house, and uh, every scene in he just owns it. So we're never getting that film. 
100 bullets. Now we're not even getting a game either. No. No, I think it's been in developmental hell for years now. The thing is, it shouldn't be a movie. It should be a TV series. It's yeah. prime for TV series, you know. Well, that's exactly what I thought about The Dark Tower when that film came out. Oh, that, like, should have, that should be HBO's next big thing. Yeah, they massively fucked up. Yeah. Mind you, really looking forward to Watchmen. Yeah, mm. I kind of was. Then I kind of saw the trailer. I need to see it, if you know yeah. what I mean. Um, right, next on Multiplatform Man's list is what's your favourite Pokemon? Mecha Greymon. Mecha Greymon. Mecha Greymon. Motherfucker. War Greymon. Yeah. Kadabra. Kadabra. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I've got a thing for Charmander. Let's be honest. Charizard. Ryan Reynolds. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just Samantha over in the corner. <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're gonna join in, come over here. Come over mm. here. Come on, you can have my seat. You can sit on my lap. Uh, what's your favourite anime movie? Porco Rosso. Porco Rosso. See, I got a couple. One of them being Paprika, Red Line, and Tetcrete Street. What's your favourite anime movie? Or basically, what is your favourite movie that's a cartoon from Japan? I thought you'd seen one or two of them. Have you not seen Spirited Away or Howl's Moving Castle? Yeah. I thought you had. Attack yeah. on Titan. We don't we don't talk about Attack on Titan. I like Attack on Wait. Well, it drags off. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, that sort of. It's cool story, interesting. The fact like, it's fucking drags. I like the actual film. Oh, the uh what the live action one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wacky that was. We got that on iTunes. That was quite cool. Um I think because I've not really seen a lot and because I really enjoyed it, I'm going to say Akira. Akira! Oh, that was good. Tetsuo! Well, what's your favourite gaming series? Do you know what? I don't really have one. No? I'm one of these people now that really does like it when a company goes on to a new project, a whole new series. So even though, let's say, the Final Fantasies do try and make their games individual, mm -hmm. they're not really. They, do still, they follow kind of like the Final Fantasy kind of like mould in a certain way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I couldn't say, like, say, oh yeah, I like Dark Souls because, you know, after when I hit three, I was like, man, I'm fucking bored of this shit. So I don't really have one, to be honest. If I have to say a gaming series in the sense that a company made a whole bunch of games in the same sort of genre, mm -hmm. um, LucasArts' uh, adventure games, point-and-click ones. Okay. So the things that they did for, you know, Maniac Mansion, Day of the Tentacle, Monkey Island, all those sort of ones. Mm. So. Oh, what... Um... Eleven, you know the last time we mm. recorded, um, I we said about point and click adventures, yeah. and you said, "What have you played that's not a Telltale game?" Yeah, it was Broken Sword, um, wasn't it? It was Broken Sword, yeah. So done by Revolution Studios. But I picked those up on iOS. No, oh, okay. And they're actually really good. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they still keep on going. To be honest, I think it's on like number five now, isn't it? Mm. I think they did three, and then after that, it just went like really under this radar. I didn't realise that, um, and I'm only taking this from uh, Charles the Cactuar, so shout out to Charles the Cactuar. Um, hey, Charles. He's put this up as hashtag Final Fantasy Fun Fact. Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy X take place in the same world and universe. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, this was confirmed by uh, Yoshinori Kitase. Um, there are a lot of hints, i.e. in 10, the Shinra company exists. In 10.2, there is a character named Shinra who talks about using the planet's energy. Yeah, that's cool. So, so is ten a sequel? Or um, I mean, I'd have said if, if you thought about that, it'd probably be a prequel in some form or another. Yeah, 
Because I just know the ending to Final Fantasy VII is like 500 years later. Yeah. Everything's now gone to shit and full of plants. I mean, that kind of... <laughs> that could be any... <laughs> Seems like it would be a cycle. Yeah. But anyway. Um, wait, wait, we didn't hear Mr. Jacko's... Yeah, well, uh, well, <laughs> Come on, just I'm go with your first I'm going to exclude all the sports titles because I've played a load of them. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, that's too but easy. But that said, if it's your favourite... No, yeah. I know, but it's just too easy. Um, Free fun. The thing is, I, I liked the old Call of Duty games up mm-hmm. until Black Ops went stupid. Um, How many games were there before Black Ops? How many games were there before Black Ops? Probably lots. There were loads. Yeah. Um, there you go, favourite series. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to yeah. say the yeah. Call of Duty Call of games. Duty. Yeah. yeah, I'd I'd probably say Final Fantasy for me. Yeah. I I, I just they're, they're all so different from one another. Mm. I love them to bits. Kingdom Hearts three games, but I fuck loads of series. Yeah. <laughs> um, Robert writes in and says, "Is Final Fantasy eight better than seven? Yes. No, they're both shit compared to Final Fantasy nine. Fuck you all. Depends what rose tinted glasses you're wearing that day. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest, the vanilla Final Fantasy seven and eight. All depends on what story you like. Cause both are a fucking grind fest, like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah but aren't all JRPGs grind fest? Yeah, they're getting less now because I think people are realizing that it's not. I mean, particularly I'm, great yeah. you know it's not fun anymore I'm on what would be disc 4 of Final Fantasy 9 I'm, I'm 40 hours in yeah. Yeah. and I'm like that's not a lot for no. a lot of JRPGs you so. know what I was finding highly amusing in both 7 and 8 is you've got the end boss mm. but also you've got the harder bosses that chucked in so in yeah. 7 you had like Emerald Weapon Ruby Weapon all those sort yeah. of things yeah. like Omega Weapon and yeah exactly like when you actually finally beat those, because they're kind of like, you know, your ultimate challenge type thing, mm-hmm. then you get to the end boss, you just basically slap it, and that's it, you've won. <laughs> yeah. it's, you've become so overpowered, it's just not even fun anymore. Yeah. This is... Part of me is like, what the fuck? What Why? was the point what? of those <laughs> before yeah. this one? So if this end boss is like the most powerful thing on the planet, why don't I just bitch slap him and he's dead, and also there's five other things running around which are ten times more powerful mm. than him? Yeah. Yeah, so that that's the aspect. I was like, what? This is why I'm looking forward to fighting Ozma in Final Fantasy IX. Just so you can pitch that's the end boss. I've, I've never, I've never actually fought him. I've never found him or anything like that. So I've never had anything more than a light blue chocobo. So I'm like, yeah. I always um, when it comes to the final. I remember playing Final Fantasy VII for the first time, and I was not affected by Area's death at all in the slightest. Yeah, because I had Phoenix down. So a few times you're fighting battles and a couple of your characters die. Mm. Whoop, pop a Phoenix down, back to life. Yeah. So when I see Cloud like walking very. Very sad, as, as sad as a cutscene could be back yeah, there, yeah. you know, same face. No emotion. Exactly, yeah. it's Warren Cross. Oh, wow, that face with no nose or mouth yeah, looks really sad. sad. And, and got sad music playing. I was like, just use a Phoenix down and bring her yeah. back. I, that was all going through my head. It's like, why are we all getting mopey? Phoenix down, back we go. I've got a summon called Phoenix, I can bring her back with that. <laughs> it just, I don't know, Final Fantasy VIII for me is... Do you know what it is? It's proto Persona 5. Because you've got a silent protagonist who everyone loves. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Every girl loves Squall and he says fuck all except yeah. dot, 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 dot and whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I was never a massive fan on either of them. Like I, I like them in, enough like, yeah, and yeah. I'll play them. I've got Not the cool. remaster of uh, Seven on my PS4 and I'll yeah. play that again at some point. But When fuck, it works. When it works. Yeah, when it gets up and running. Um, the Ragnarok ship was an absolute beast though in 8. I'll give it that. That Ragnarok yeah. shit was the fucking tits. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think Eight's got an interesting story. Probably more interesting in terms of its story, but That's... Seven's probably got the better antagonist. Yeah, 
because you didn't really what? actually have a villain in eight, did you? There was like this overarching. Yeah. You had this thing with Sorceress Edia, and and then it became Sorcerer yeah. Ultimator, wasn't it? Who was basically, yeah. let's be honest, evil Rona. Well, yeah, this is it. You had you had Ultimacia, and I was like, oh, that was. But the, the thing is, the bad guy at the end of eight went from Edia to Ultimacia to something else. Yeah. The bad guy in um, nine is like first it's Queen Bran, then it's Kuja, then it's not Kuja anymore because it's Necron. And it's back to Kuja, is it? And then in ten it's uh, Sin, and then it's your dad, and then it's something called Yu Yevon. And this happens all the time. <laughs> I don't right? give a shit about ten to be. Ten's an amazing game. The um, story's not though. You've got to be honest with that. No, the story's amazing. There what? are some real cringeworthy bits in it, but the story's amazing. Um, like but what's interesting about Seven is that the bad guy at the start is Sephiroth. Hmm. And the bad guy right at the end is Sephiroth. Is Sephiroth. Yeah, yeah. And that really speaks to how good that character is. Yeah. Like, he's, he's incredible. The fact that it's not some world-ending fucking demon demonic god thing. But yeah. It's like, I'm going to destroy or whatever and destroy the world. It's just, no, it's just Sephiroth. Yeah, yeah. he's going to fuck shit up. Yeah. Because mommy issues. So, I don't know. That's pretty much it, really. I think we come down on the, the idea that no. Uh, so um, what, you, you prefer eight. You don't give a shit. I'll probably go um, seven if I had to. I like nine. So, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> What's the no, worst Pokemon in your opinion? Magikarp. Magikarp? Or Zubat. One of those two. You don't like those? I hate those. Sling? M- missing number. It's a glitch. Missing number. Yeah, <laughs> it's a glitch. It's just like a whole bunch of pixels. I want you to pick, I want you to pick another one because that's not actually a numbered Pokemon. Okay. That's um, Terrymon. The fuck off, man. <laughs> Naming fucking Digimon. That's the fourth one. I'm going to go with Togepi. Yeah. Oh, the egg yeah, thing. I didn't the egg thing. Because, that. right, it was fine. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build it up. I'm going to see how I get on. I'm going to use Metronome and never be effective. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks a lot. Do you know what I find a little bit funny about, you know, obviously when Pokemon came out, it had a whole bunch of clones that kicked around it, like Digimon and also Monster Rancher. Mm-hmm. The stories for uh, Digimon and Monster Rancher racked up the scales like no tomorrow. So in Digimon, you had to save the digital world. Yeah. In Monster Rancher, you had to revive, a, I think, a creature called the Phoenix to save it from this big evil creature type thing. Pokemon, yeah. uh, I want to be the best. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just why I don't know. Sort of weird, I've, no. I've got self-esteem issues, and I'm insecure. I need to be the best. So, let's jump out of this and go on to play our little game before we go on home. I lied. I do like Carbuterimon. <laughs> before we fuck <laughs> off, thank you once again to Robert, Mike, Noka, and Multiplatform Man. You guys rock! Whoop, whoop, whoop. Right, so we're going to be playing Heads Up because I've not got a quiz or anything like that lined mm. up. But also, be honest, that quiz you did give us was fucking rocks. Yeah. Because we've got Samantha here and she's going to be joining us for the last little bit of the game. She's watching YouTube. She is watching YouTube. But if she comes over here, then she'll be able to join in because she did say that she was going to do so. Did you? Good. Yeah, she's nodding. Thanks again. Just a fucking audio podcast. It just reminds me of Bruce Willis in uh, Fifth Element where Chris Tucker has, has got the radio and he just keeps going, yes. That was, <laughs> <laughs> now that was meant to be uh, Prince, but I don't think Prince could have done that character justice like Chris Tucker did. Uh, it would have been interesting to see, but yeah. yeah Chris Tucker Chris made Tucker was, that, yeah. especially his vocal range for that character, and that was fucking insane. Right, okay. So what's on the plan, pick Stan? Pick, pick a pack for me, Samantha. Video Game Land, that's original. 
It's, it's a video game podcast. Yeah. What do you expect? Right, you were okay. chucking my bone there, weren't you? Right. Yeah. So, you can use words. Not. Use words. Make you sound real. Let the world, let the world hear so, your beautiful voice. are we ready? <laughs> Hello. Slap that fucker to your forehead and go. Get ready in three, two, one. Big angry white dude. He's going to kill everything. Oh, uh, God of War. Yeah, that's the one. I don't know. Oh, that a fireball from Street Fighter. The noise it makes. You've got to do it. Hadouken. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of playing cards of anime characters. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah. Little elf guy with pointy ears constantly trying to save a princess. Uh, Zelda. That's yeah. one. Okay, I got either Mortal Kombat, God of Thunder, or Whiny Guy from Metal Gear Solid Four. Oh, Raiden. That's it. <laughs> Pointy blue guy whose movie's probably going to tank. Sonic the Hedgehog. That's it. Lots of violent turtles trying to throw other turtles out of the go karts. Oh, um, we played it yesterday. Mario Kart. Yeah. That's it. Moody guy from with a big ass sword from a fancy land. Final Fantasy? Yeah, no, character in it. character's name. Oh, um... Blonde, blonde hair dude. Cloud Strife. That's yeah. it. Oh, fuck oh, that. No, no. <laughs> I was going to say... Good, good job, that was time. I was going to say, game oh, that, that, game that uh, mothers play a lot. Uh, game that mothers play a lot? I can't yep. wait for that to come up. Candy Crush. Candy Crush. Yeah. <laughs> My mum plays that game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Whoop, whoop. Okay, so that's brilliant. Right, you got eight. Who wants to take on the next round? Samantha can go next. She's right next to you. Go right. Okay, no. I'll she go. doesn't want to. Come here. Give it not going to play. I'll go on my forehead. All right, yeah. Swap. Let's set up. Set up for me, Stan. So, yeah. Oh, shit. Away we go. Okay. Three, two, oh, the pressure. one. Uh, it's a thing that Jedi's used to cut people in half. Lightsaber. Yep. Really? That's not a game. Uh, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Dante. Turtles, yeah. in time, whatever. Is it just turtles? Just, it's the... Fuck yeah. it. I'm getting that right. Oh, a little pink thing. OP and Super Smash Brothers. Kirby! Yeah. Um, Two options. Use your word. You, combat. Oh, they, they, they did a really bad volleyball version of this, where there was a Dead lot alive. of boot yeah. physics. Yes. I got that. Um, <laughs> Don't judge me. I have no oh. idea. Something that you might do with butter and then a firearm. Spread it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that first word, and spread. then a firearm. Spread fire? No, no I spread. Firearm. Fire gun. Spread yeah, gun. Spread gun. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> um, oh, that. Kirby's OP on it. Oh, Smash Bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby's OP on everything. Oh, it's an iPhone game where you have to drop a candy by crushing it. No, no. Crush no. you have to use a samurai sword. Oh, uh, Fruit Ninja. No, skip. No, oh, we fucked it. I'm going that correct. way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to it. I'm saying it's right regardless. Right, time's up. Let's oh, have a look. Well You've got one, two, two three, three, four, five, we won't include six, the last seven. One. Starcraft? What the fuck? No. I'll oh, cut, cut the rope. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we got six that time. Well, Starcraft is easy. Blizzard's other moneymaker. Right. <laughs> Come on, we are one hour and 33 minutes into this. Let's have one last round. Alex, you can have a crack at this. Yeah, Place on your forehead, big dog. <gasps> Get ready in three, two, one. Uh, okay, Blizzard's multiplayer game. Yeah. World of Warcraft. That's yeah. the one. It's just a Blizzard. Uh, um, Android from the future who's got his sunglasses bolted to his head. Yeah. Um, no. No. Yes. Okay. Oh, um, not Scorpion, yeah. but the blue version. Oh. Um, He's colder than ice. Oh, I can't think of his name. Okay. Oh, think. I can't <laughs> think of his name. 
A uh, guy with glasses and a lightning box. Harry car. Potter. Specky yes. Twitter does magic. Um, Fat plumber who likes to stomp Super on wildlife. Mario. Yeah. Sign protagonist who's got a beard and a crowbar. From Half-Life. He is uh, not Gordon. captured. Oh, he is, Gordon. He is the free I man. Can't, no, I can't think of <laughs> Oh, little Perf purple um, fire-breathing lizard. Spyro. Yes. Yeah, um, Get over it. No, what's it? Uh, Metal Gear. Snake. That's it. Yeah. But what version? Oh, you oh, no, it. <laughs> no, we got um, Bowser's Castle. We, we got that one right, though. <laughs> well, that was, that was genuinely a John fuck-up. That was good. All right, so let's see how we got on. I do... Uh, World of Warcraft, Harry Potter, Mario, Spyro the Dragon, Sub Zero. <laughs> That's it, it, yeah. And also, I gave you the name Gordon Freeman and Solid Snake. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. I could not think of his name. I couldn't he's, even think of Sub Zero. He's name. the Freeman. I brought you over here to play a game with us. You've not said a word. I don't know. We'll do a movie one there. Yeah. I, I kind of want a or a horror one. Let's. Yeah. Let's do something. Let's do adult supervision. Okay, this sounds ropey. Yeah. We can, we can do this last one and you have to play this one. Because you're an no. adult and you're okay. unsupervised. So we're not going to be playing adult supervision. Cause you're what just is adult ropey. supervision? Yeah, I don't know. It's nowhere near as dirty as you're hoping. It's I, I'm not I'm hoping it's dirty. Had a couple, oh, no, no, I forgot had to speak. I had a couple of dice on it, which made me think it was just gambling. Fuck you. Well, it, just because I'm any, an old man. Anytime he mentions a penis, <laughs> you just kind of clump and just shake your head. No, no, no. We're not dealing with the wang today. <laughs> I think we were about Ifrit's wang earlier in the day, and I didn't go yeah, about it. To be fair, though, you would have been scared by that, wouldn't you? That's the I think everyone would be scared by it. To get his wang out for. To be fair, like, I do like our conversations like this. Samantha showed me a picture of a little baby orangutan with a little tiny penis, and all I can think is, is that an orangutan? It's literally just come to me. Yeah, like, the penis good. strokes are brilliant. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we have been pixel prep for the most part. Yeah. Um, so thank you very much for joining us for yet another terrible episode. We hope you enjoyed it. You um, better. If you want to follow any of us, you can follow Alex over at AJ Mawalias. Yes. You can follow Chris Slinger over at Chris Slinger. I'm original that way. And you can follow the main group over on at pixel underscore prep. Um, if you want to listen to the podcast in any other way, shape, or form, all our podcast uh, episodes are available on podcast.com. They're available on Apple's iTunes. They're on Spotify, and they're also on CastBox. Okay, so no end of ways for you to ruin your day by listening to us. Um, so thanks a lot. You're welcome. We'll see you soon. I'm so glad we, we joined today. Yes, thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.